Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monticelli, the host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Over the years, after having interviewed so many people on so many different topics, I realized that what interested my audience wasn't really the individual topics per se, but was how it impacted them, how it touched their soul. So I'll invite you all to lay back, put your feet up, and if you like what you hear, leave a review, five-star review. I'd appreciate that. So just enjoy your listening. And today I have a former scientist turned author, and she's also an intuitive life coach. Say hello to Ulrika. Say hello, Ulrika. Ulrika Sullivan. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Thank you so much for for coming um, to to my show today. And um, Ulrika is talking to us from, you know, I'm, I'm, she's on the East Coast. I know you're on the East Coast. Exactly where? Of the United States. Yes, outside Boston. Outside Boston. Okay, in Massachusetts and originally from Sweden, right? That's correct. Yes. All right. So we are, let's say our lives have been, have been shared between the, this side and that side of the pond. Um, she's passionate about helping busy women to connect with their intuition, their energy, and their true selves to find inner calm, their self-love and balance in their life. And so that they can live from the heart with more ease and um, and more naturally. She's the author of the book, Hear Ye, Hear Ye, Wisdom Beyond What You Know, How to Shift from Being Driven by the Mind to Living from the Heart and Intuition. Now, uh, when was this published? It was published this year, just in January. And mm-hmm. yeah, so it's been out a couple of months now. I'm very excited okay. about the message in the book. And you, uh, people can find this book in all, you know, bookstores and Amazon, the electronic version. Uh Mm -hmm. Anywhere where books are sold, you can find Mm -hmm. this book. All right. And of course, in the description of this episode, I'm going to send right all of your Pinterest, Instagram and all of that, Twitter, um, and people can contact you. Now, I'm so excited to be able to talk to you why? Because um, Ulrika wrote to me um, suggesting daily practices, daily spiritual practices to help you focus on your in on your soul purpose and energy. Let's lead with that. What is it all about? And if you can enlighten us, boy, I would I'm going to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I wanted to. Uh bring in the importance of spiritual practice for for a couple of reasons, because part of um, the promise of, you know, stepping away from this mind driven life that many of us have lived for a long time where we spend our lives in in self doubt or worry or, you know, that feeling of of all the scenarios that the mind can make up. Right. Yeah. So how, so I got this question and that's part of what I, why I wrote the book too. Like, how can we get to a point where we just are like when, when life is really closer to us in the sense that we know, we just know. And for me, I, I've gone through this, this process of 
stepping out of the mind and into the heart and learning myself how to uh, listen to my intuition. And, and I wanted to teach that to others because it's a life-changing process. And the heart and the center of that, mm-hmm. I found, is to bring in a spiritual practice. And, and spiritual practice may have some you know, myths around it. It has to be a certain way or it has to be a certain mm-hmm. Um, you know, set well, of rules or let's, so. Let's, but... um, let's say this. Um, for you, Ulrika, what is spirituality? Spirituality is really, for me, uh, our connection to the universe and the whole okay. and oneness. Okay. Oh, okay. Now we're spirituality with, for yes. me. All right. And, so, and on. that's really the same frequency that we carry in our heart. Okay. So, this whole journey of connecting to our heart and intuition and, and spirituality or whatever you want to call it, it's, it's this remembering of who we truly are and our connection to the, to the whole. All right. Now the key word in, in the idea that you're bringing here is your soul purpose. Mm -hmm. And I'm, why do I ask that? And why do I highlight that is that I get asked over and over, what is my soul purpose? Yes. Now, and the there, it's an ambiguous question, and it's um, almost um, an oxymoron to ask in one sense. So, please tell us something about that. <laughs> I would really yes. love that. And and our soul's purpose, in my opinion, that is our unique imprint in the world. Our soul's purpose is when we can remember and identify ourselves with our own uniqueness. Does that mean, oh, I'm an author, therefore people can identify me? Well, the, the soul's purpose that, we want, that wants to embody itself through mm-hmm. us is, is a process of going from identifying, our, identifying ourselves with, uh, for example, measures of success on the outside, Right. And uh, measures that somebody has told us is, is being successful, for example, mm-hmm. to shift that into really feeling um, our life's purpose and mission coming from the inside and that uh, expressing itself in the way um, that is natural to us. Because okay. the reason I'm saying the, the reason I'm bringing that up is that for so many years, we have identified ourselves and reaching for yes. other people's success. Yes, yes. Instead of going the other way, going inwards, mm-hmm. and getting to know ourselves in the sense that removing conditioning patterns and behaviors that may have been we have learned from somebody else or somebody told us yeah. we were something or identified ourselves through external measures. And mm-hmm. so, so that's, that's the journey to kind of shift it upside down and kind of go mm-hmm. inside, allowing ourselves to connect with that uniqueness and, and yeah. Yeah. the now space there, where we just are. It almost sounds, and I'm being the devil's advocate here, it almost sounds to be a contradiction because on the one hand, you say a soul's purpose and spirituality, as you defined it, means a connection to the universe. But then you talk about 
our, you know, going inside. And it almost seems contradictory. Can you clarify that? It may feel contradictory because we, uh, many of us are separating ourselves from the universe. In my opinion and my experience, we are the same. We are the same. Give me an example here. (laughs) Have you seen someone or you yourself, when were you disconnected or when was that person disconnected? What were they doing? Yes, I can give you a story from my own life. Go. For many, many years, uh, I spent in the corporate world and I, I, you know, you, you could had looked at me at back then to say, oh, she's like the ultimate businesswoman, successful woman with a, a very high level career, a young family. How does she do it all? How does she? Yeah. How does she do like, it all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> and that, um, ultimately brought me to my rock bottom, actually. Yes. And the reason and what for did, that- Can I ask you, if, if I'm not being too, too bold, what did your rock bottom look like? Yeah, it actually, it looked like I got, I got laid off from my job. And, and okay. why it was so uh, detrimental to me was that okay. All that time I had identified myself with my career. My career was me. It was my self-identity. So when I lost my job, it ripped my self-identity away. Okay. So So that's a self-identity and you're saying self as if it's ego, right? Yes, exactly. So I spent many, many years on what I call autopilot. Uh Uh-huh. And that is really the most disconnected from my soul's purpose I had ever been. And okay. I can, wait a minute. So if I, that I, gives I, you I, an example. No, I, I, I want to, um, in Italian, we say uh, extend an olive branch. You say that in English too, in terms of being on autopilot, being on autopilot pilot in and of itself is not detrimental. I mean, pilots do it all the time. They fly planes like that. They survive like that. We survive on our autopilot. We go there because we need to survive and leave out the... uh, So there is a purpose for that. But you're saying that connection, if you stay in autopilot, you will be completely disconnected from the universe. Is that what you're saying? At least that was my experience, yes, uh-huh. because yeah. I was not l- living. I was, I was not, uh, if I compare to now, yeah. <laughs> now yeah. when I have a different reference point, right, right, I was not connected to my soul's purpose at that time. Right. I am now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was a completely different life experience back uh-huh. then, what yeah. I than what I've gone through and and experienced now. So, Mm -hmm, yeah. Well, so let's say that at one point you left the corporate world, correct? Yes, correct. And how long ago was that? So this is, must have been more than five years now. It's coming up on five years. Okay. So it's fairly recent. It is fairly recent. It's fairly recent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But another thing that you mentioned to me that I would like to highlight is you, 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 at one point you, you write, you know, there's, there's gotta be more. And um, Mm -hmm. you mentioned uh, that you, there, 
you have suggestions on how each individual could honor, you use this word honor that I like, how uh, people can honor their unique contribution to the whole. Why I'm putting this here, why I'm stressing this now is because you talked about soul purpose, a person's uniqueness, and I think, and by extension, their contribution, their unique contribution. So I'm thinking then there must be something in a soul's purpose that has to do with honoring your unique contribution. I'm, I think the logical reasoning process is there. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. You can call it logical, yeah. but it, it, yeah. it's yeah. bigger than that. <laughs> right. No, it is bigger than that. But what, what I'm trying to get to, since I get that question so often, what is my soul's purpose? It doesn't, does this mean that it doesn't matter if you're a doctor, a lawyer, an Indian chief, uh, uh, you know, a thief that you can't honor that doesn't necessarily come into uh, defining your contribution does it i in in my experience our contribution if we want to look at the actual contribution it's the embodiment of the soul's purpose and the contribution is kind of the the result it can be a uh, various expressions, but it depends on what expression we are choosing, right? What the contribution um, is. Okay, I'm, but it, I'm it's, going to put you it's on It's an, an energy, right? It's an energy. Right, it's an energy. To, it's an energy yeah. that wants mm -hmm. to come out. So I'm going to put you on the spot, and I don't want yes. to do this, but I need Go to. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So you have a client, you have a customer, you have a. a you can talk about women having, you know, coaching yeah. women to find um, their own uh, way. Can you give me an example of a client of yours that had trouble honoring their unique contribution and when they come to you and then when they leave you or after working with you, how did it change? What do we see or what do they do that is different from the beginning? Pick mm. any client, yeah. call her Miss X and YZ, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, an example would be that is, is a very common scenario of a client that comes to me that feels yeah. stuck. They, they don't really know what their next step is, or they, they don't feel like they're really alive. They're unhappy with a number of things. Okay, so it's, this it's, is from any kind of social extraction, rich, poor, Yes. Middle class, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. it, there is some uh, essence of frustration, right? Uh -huh. Within yeah. that, that many, many clients come to me and say, I'm not happy with this or help me navigate so that I okay. can move forward. Okay. And, and what changes in the process? What changes is their level of self-awareness. As ah. they work with me, mm. I am trained to help people navigate to learn more about who they truly are and that is a body of self-awareness that each person either can choose to to kind of learn Ignore. or you can go on as uh, everywhere you know as you've done all all time before which right. means that the difference is do I want to learn something new about myself do I want to change a belief I have about myself and often it comes with 
the willingness to step into the unknown yeah. and learn something new. And that's the journey I often take every client on and out they step in uh, with an increased body of knowledge about themselves uh, mm-hmm. that leads to more self-empowerment, sovereignty. How, do, is it very common uh, for in, in this in these cases for women to quit their jobs and change? If it's common, it's starting to actually become much more common because I've noticed an increase in women who are willing to open up their creativity. Okay to a whole new level. And in that process, they realize I'm aligned to something or a a job or a relationship Mm -hmm. that is not matching with me. Mm -hmm. And the willingness to kind of step out in the unknown is, is getting greater, I feel. Okay. What about the number of times or the percentage or the, the trend to leave a partner if they have a partner? completely Mm. change their partner. That is a big step. But in the journey of becoming sovereign, it is about learning how to set energetic boundaries. And sometimes those boundaries includes boundaries to be set with a partner and and Uh speaking their truth. So it happens, but it often comes down the road. Ah, uh, right. Because mm-hmm. the journey of becoming self-empowered or sovereign, whatever word we want to we want to use, use yeah. mm-hmm. is a process of self-discovery first. Mm-hmm. It's not to go out and make all these decisions right away. Right, right. It's it's at a place when somebody have come to a point where I feel that this is the right step for me. I am right. standing on my own two feet and I'm ready to make that decision or as ready as one can be right Mm -hmm, but um so the outcomes of this journey of self-discovery are not always seen in the beginning yeah it's an inner journey an inner so the outside doesn't necessarily have to change drastically it's it's an inner journey yeah um, do you have you ever had the experience of a client coming to you going through a cycle or a certain number of sessions? I don't know how you work, but um, then going out into, like you say, stepping out into the world and enacting different changes or modifications or living a different type of purpose, but they come back to you. Has it that ever happens. happened? Yeah, mm-hmm. it happens because I always keep in contact with each client mm-hmm. because. Uh, it's important. It, we, we, as you point out, it's a good point to make. There are cycles in our life. Yeah. And often when somebody comes to me, I can tell right away that they're divinely guided to me just by looking at their astrology or how, you yeah. know, at what phase they are in life. I can, I can definitely relate to it. But then there's, you know, a number of cycles we go through. So maybe right. three years from now, they come back because now they've started another you know, level of their, Mm -hmm. of their growth. So Mm -hmm. yes, it happens. Um, But often it's, it's this, I want clients to not having to come back. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. (laughs) You know, it it is about, um, you know, that self empowerment that 
I teach them the tools that they mm -hmm. will need to come back to their own center <laughs> over and over. I'm laughing because as you said that, I was thinking of my children, the way my mind worked when, when they were growing up and, and I'm thinking, when are they going to, I have two boys, when are they going to introduce me to girlfriends? None of them. And both of them introduced me to their girlfriends at a wedding we went to. And I, you know, so there was a lot of stuff there. And, and that's how I felt. I want them to be so happy so they don't come back. <laughs> Because if they're going to come back, well, that's going to be trouble <laughs> for both of us. <laughs> uh, Ulrika, thank you so much. Do you have a copy of your book in around you? I do. Good, I good. Show it. Bring it close to the know. camera. Yeah. Wisdom but... Beyond What You Know. Okay. Yeah. And it came out this year, 2020. It came out this came out this year. Yes. And you can find oh, it anywhere okay. where books are sold. So. All right. Yeah. All right. How many pages? So we know how long a read it is. Oh, is it it's in chapters? the paperback. How many? The paperback version is uh, 202 pages. So it's, it's a read. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. how many chapters do you have? How 18 many chapters? chapters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. And Good. It, right. the, what stands out about this book, in my opinion, is that it's in every at every chapter there is a, a exercise ah, so i call okay, it so it's a practical a action, book yeah it's an actionable spiritual self-help book good in the sense this that, is what we want mm -hmm. you know you want to not just get some theory i i right, didn't sure. want people uh, to feel that they don't know what to do this right. book sure. is giving you sure. 18 exercises as part of it including sure. my own stories and mm -hmm. analysis of of heart-centered living as opposed sure. to you know living up in your mind so yeah it's it's a it's a handy book that way sure okay well thank you so much for coming to talk to us it was such a pleasure to talk to you Ulrika honestly thank, thank you, you so much bye-bye so a delight to bye-bye <laughs> <laughs> bye, -bye. <laughs> bye.